Welcome to the Pro AV Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin. In corporate America, having a personal computer and a work computer is the norm. It's commonplace. But with the introduction of BYOD, or Bring Your Own Device Environments, it's changing the way businesses deal with the communication and workflow. Here to tell us a little bit more about the way BYOD environments are changing the workplace and what kind of technology goes into making them possible is Colin Burney, Principal Consultant for Burney Consulting. Colin, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for asking and thanks for coming on the podcast to tell us a bit more about bring your own device environments. I think that whole concept is really interesting. You know, before we dive into it, why don't you just tell us a bit about the technology that goes into making a BYOD environment possible? Uh, I feel like there's a lot of infrastructure, really good Wi-Fi, and there must be some camera stuff that goes into there, perhaps, if you're doing video conferencing or who knows. So yeah, walk us through that. There's a few pieces to it. Um, you know, there is the the infrastructure, there is the in-room hardware, and then there's the devices themselves. And, and just to clarify, when we talk about BYOD, bring your own device, in the world of IT, bring your own device means, you know, users are actually bringing their device from home. They're bringing their own laptops, potentially, and there's a whole world around that. But when we talk about it in the sense of AV, we're talking about having rooms that don't have dedicated control systems. They don't have dedicated video codecs, audio processors. Basically, the device that's brought into the room acts in that way. And so you're, there's peripherals that allow you to expand it. So when we talk about those sort of three pieces, the first is the network. Most of these new services that allow you to have BYOD type interactions with AV, they're based on cloud solutions. You know, Solutions like Zoom, solutions like Microsoft Teams coming out, WebEx, those sorts of solutions. And so the biggest thing is, like you said, having really strong Wi-Fi because people are on the move. They're coming in and out of rooms. You don't want that wired connection. It's just cumbersome. It's not conducive to that way of working. But you also need really strong connections out to the internet so they can access those cloud systems more efficiently. And I think that we're seeing a big shift in the investments from a lot of internal maintained environments and all of the expense that goes with that and moving towards just having really, really good internet that connects to cloud services that are managed by someone else. So it simplifies the IT world and it does shift the cost towards higher bandwidth. In the AV rooms, you know, we're seeing a lot of these, you know, for, for lack of a better, better term, um, webcams on steroids. So more like pro AV solutions, you know, good pan tilt zoom cameras with good lenses, better sound systems, better peripherals, connections to displays. And so really you can take that pro AV world and you shrink it down to a USB connection that allows someone to bring their device in. And the last piece, you know, we talked about are the devices themselves. We're at a point where people are walking around with basically a codec that allows them to do anything an old hard codec used to do. So, you know, we used to buy Polycom and Cisco and Tanberg and have these expensive hardware-based devices, but we're walking around with a very powerful device and there's really not a lot of reason not to be able to bring that into the room, use it in collaboration with the AV equipment there and have a great experience just like you would with a heavy installed system. So it sounds like for AV companies, you know, the services that they're providing are shifting away from coming in and installing a bunch of hardware to maybe more acting like a service 
or there to assist when need be? I think there's going to be more of a shift from from the AV provider side away from providing highly engineered solutions, highly customized solutions, and the sort of skilled labor that goes with that, you know, the programming, the integration, all of the troubleshooting and that, you know, those old, very complicated systems that took a lot of effort to get to that 100% point. Now it's, it, we're, we're sort of coming full circle again with the AV industry where we're basically back to what we used to call hang and bang, you know, put a TV up, cable connected, we're done. There's a few more components, but the, the skill level of the integration work that has to happen is is much lower and the drawings, the programming, if it even exists, just isn't really there. So there's a huge shift on the integration side, but what that allows, because these rooms are a lot lower cost than they used to be. I mean, for you know the cost of the codec alone, you could pay for multiple rooms that are BYOD. So what that gives you are these companies that we're now starting to see go to really extreme scales, you know, on the order of thousands to tens of thousands of rooms. And with that comes an opportunity to shift your focus from integration and the the profit and the work that comes with that and shift it more towards that large scale environment. So when you have an environment that big, you can't do this sort of bespoke service where you sort of have to be an expert on each little perfect space, you have to start looking at them as an entire environment. You have to start tracking trends, tracking usage, tracking failure rates, because you're now dealing with thousands of devices as opposed to hundreds of devices. So there's a huge opportunity to have more on the managed service side with data collection, with looking for data trends, with managing it like it's an IT fleet, as opposed to managing it like it's a small number of uh, bespoke systems. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a huge change for the pro AV industry. Do you think there's going to be a similar change in just the way that businesses can conduct business if they have a BYOD environment? I mean, do you think that workflow and the way that people are going to act at work is actually going to change because of the integration of these on a full scale? It's going to make the interaction with the AV systems a lot more seamless, a lot more painless. Because really, people are walking around with a device that they're familiar with. They're familiar with the software. They're familiar with the way it works. They're familiar with, you know, with with using it. And you know, one of the things that we as an industry aren't great at is good user experiences. I mean, I used to be a touch panel programmer, and I used to design systems, and it's really hard to have great UI, especially using some of the tools available in in the pro AV world. And so I think it's important for us to focus on what we're good at, which is providing really good hardware, really good solutions for, for productive meetings and leave the software and the interface to other people. So being able to walk into a room, plug in, you're in the meeting, you don't have to worry about the back end, the scheduling, the, you know, finding the right buttons. And it really changes people's perception of these spaces as more of a a useful tool as opposed to something where they go in and they have to change their mindset completely to deal with a new set of interfaces and a new set of expectations. That you can just view these rooms as just a bigger webcam and a bigger microphone, bigger speaker that they connect to. It's no different from sitting at a desk or sitting at home or having a small headset plugged in. It's just the scale that changes. And users are a lot happier when they have that experience. So what's the actual technology that goes into this? I know you've already mentioned some software like Microsoft Teams, which allows more connectivity between people working on their own devices. And then also just 
Wi-Fi that can handle a bunch of these devices. Is there any other kind of technology that goes into making these BYOD uh, environments possible? There's not a real significant change. I mean, the biggest change, and you know, this happened years ago. Uh, Vadio was the leader in kind of getting off the ground this idea of having what they called an AV bridge, where you could take professional AV inputs into a box that then converted it into a USB connection that a computer would recognize. There's a lot of those types of devices now, and there's a lot of devices that are now natively outputting. You know, Vadio now sells you know, one of their nice pan tilt zoom cameras as a USB camera. So it's a pro grade camera. It has the same quality that it's always had, but it's just got a USB connection. So really it's just that shift in mindset from pro AV connections and reducing them down to something that's manageable. So in very large systems, there's still a DSP and there's still some, you know, some automation, there's still balancing, there's microphones, there's all those systems, but you have to reduce it down to the device level that a computer can deal with. That's really the big shift is that you're losing some pieces. You're losing the conferencing codecs. You're losing, you know, in a lot of cases, the control system because it's just not necessary anymore. But a lot of the technology stays the same. Now that people are bringing in their own technology, I feel like the conversation might turn to security, right? Is there a security concern to people bringing in their own devices and plugging that into the business network? Is that something that people should actually be worried about? Not really. And, and like I said, the idea of BYOD is for AV is different than it is for corporate. So a corporate-issued laptop is still a BYOD device, but a lot more companies are moving towards allowing an open method of connectivity. And what that allows them to do is, you know, you do have that flexibility that users are allowed to use a device that they like, but part of it is in how you write your security policies. You encourage restricted behavior, you do set policies. I mean, if I have a, you know, if I bring my own device into a corporate environment, there is a corporate policy that's going to be applied to it. And if I lose it, they have the right to wipe it remotely so that any sort of secure information is gone. Same thing with laptops. They have a right to put on some piece of security software. But I think the other thing that it allows companies to do is to create more educated end users. I mean, it, it's always been odd to me that people kind of shut their brains off when it comes to security when they go into the office. You see a lot of malware attacks, a lot of ransomware attacks that happen in the corporate environment when it supposedly shouldn't. That should be secure. It shouldn't be allowed to happen. But I think it happens just as much there than it does at home. So I think it, it's an opportunity to create a more educated user base that is savvy at home and savvy at business and is able to cross those lines and be someone that's safe to have in your work environment. So it's an educational investment. And I, I think it's the threats are similar. I don't think it's an overly dangerous environment allowing these devices to come in. That's that's really interesting. The whole aspect of this being an education opportunity, people don't think about that much. Like you said, they come into work and there's an idea that, oh, my network is safer here. Nothing bad's going to happen here. Something about the Wi-Fi is just more secure than at home. But the truth is that usually it's not. And if you come with that mentality of, you know, I pirate stuff at home or I just get on random websites and I, I click on ads and you bring that mentality into work, even if you're on a company computer, there's probably going to be some issues. So, yeah, I think having that accountability of you bring in your own device and you don't want that stuff on your own device, it might help change the conversation. I think it's important to help where you can. I mean, companies have the opportunity to to reach a very large user base in a really effective way and change that behavior. Back to pro-AV companies, 
have you noticed that providers and manufacturers and distributors in Pro-AV, are they receptive to BYOD environments? Is that something that they're adapting to nicely? I, I know you said it's going to be quite a swift change, but is that something that people are receiving well? I think some are. You know, it really depends on the manufacturer. Some manufacturers are very locked into a hardware mentality. They sell hardware. And when you start talking about shifting away from a very hardware-heavy solution into one that's software-based with peripherals, that's a huge change in mindset. And that's a, that's an entire other topic about the shift in, you know, the shift to AV as software, as opposed to what we used to do, which we'd use a piece of software to configure the hardware and then you disconnect, you're away from it. Now software is the solution. And that's been difficult for some companies. Others are embracing it very heavily. And I think they're going to be successful in the future. I think on the other side with integrators and, and service providers, it is a shift in mentality because like we talked about, that scale is difficult to deal with. If you, if you run your projects like we always used to, you know, it's a high level of effort to get things done. You know, that works for 10 rooms, you know, 10 rooms. Yeah, we can, we can white knuckle it. We can get it done. But when you're asking for hundreds and thousands of rooms at a time, that's really difficult to scale. And the ones that are figuring it out are going to be really successful. They're going to be able to work with those companies because there's still a place for that work. Someone has to do it and someone has to be the domain expert and someone has to be the integration expert, but it's those that are going to figure out how to be agile in that environment that are going to be successful. Yeah. I mean, it seems like with most innovation in all industries, you got to be ready for the change because things aren't going to stay similar for that long. I mean, we're in a technology era. Things are changing from year to year. You know, things that were created are now obsolete. So, you know, it's definitely all about adapting and being able to change to your environment. Agreed. There will always be blockbusters and there will always be Netflixes that come out of it. And, you know, it's just, and part of it's just having the mindset about, you know, surviving in the future. Because one of the things that's really important to recognize is that the AV industry is, you know, it's a healthy industry, but it is fragile in a lot of ways. One big disruption could wipe it out. You know, you have, you have players like Amazon and Google starting to get into that world. And if they're able to make significant headway, that's going to disrupt a lot of what's going on. So being able to be agile and adjust to those changes is something that's going to have to change in some people's mindsets in order to be successful moving into the future. Speaking of the future, what do you see on the horizon for bring your own device environments? Where is there still room for things to change, for things to advance? And I mean, do you think that they're going to catch on at this full scale where you might see business workplaces where everyone is bringing their own device? I think the big thing about the whole bring your own device, if we look at it at a bigger picture, it's about having choice at work. I think a lot more companies are going to start moving towards having multiple choices. It used to be you picked, you know, you picked your technology and you you stuck with it. But now there's really no reason not to have a mixed environment with multiple options. And I think that that's where the growth is going to happen is that you're going to see, you know, smaller portions of multiple services being consumed by customers because they want people to have a choice and they want people to have a way to be flexible at work. You know, some people like Zoom, some people like Skype, some people like Hangouts or, or what have you. 
and giving them the flexibility and the ability to work as they want, I think is a hard mindset to change in the corporate world because corporate's always kind of being about, you know, we pick a solution, this is what you use, and this is our unified front to what we do. And having that sort of flexibility is, is a shift in mindset. And I think that's where there's still a lot of room for improvement. There's still a lot of room for being open to new ideas and new services that may not be as traditional as you think. Like Zoom is a great example. You know, there's no, there's no codec. And that's a really difficult thing for a lot of people that there's no box to put in the room that runs it. Something runs it. It's software. And that's where the big shift is going to be. And what do you think will actually change that mindset in corporate mentality? There's this idea, you know, I've called the, the net promoter score with, with services. There are people that are promoters, there are people that are detractors, and there's people that are neutral. And I think as there are good experiences around this kind of environment, people will move to other companies as promoters and they'll promote this way of working. And that mentality is going to spread via, via those people. Because once you've been in that and you have that choice and you have that flexibility, it's hard to go back to being locked into something that, that's not optimal, that doesn't work as well. And I think that's where the big change is going to come. It's just from from success stories you know there's there's a lot of new products coming out some of them are good some of them are not but i think as more success stories start coming out and pushing the boundaries of the traditional av world you're going to have a lot more users that are promoters of these kind of services i mean that's an exciting future for this and it's interesting how this could change up you know the whole workplace and the way it's affecting pro av yeah i'd like to thank you colin for coming on the podcast and helping us better understand some of the ways that bring-your-own-device environments can change up the pro-AV industry. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to chat about it, and it's, a, it's an exciting front. I'm, I'm looking forward to the changes that we're going to see. Yeah, definitely. Me too. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's podcast. And if you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com industries and subscribe to your favorite articles, podcasts, and video content from your favorite industries. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin. Till next time. Till next time.